Hello and welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we discuss days ending in Y, or aka AAA devs making us pay to be beta testers. <laughs> only on dates that end in Y. Only, only on dates that end in Y. That's yeah. It. yeah, that's true. Yep. We got um, Redfall from Arcane Studios, which is weird. I don't know if that's the real Arcane Studios or if it's some Arcane Studios West that released that, but that's a weird one. Yeah. Mostly negative on Steam. We checked that before the show. Yep. Jedi Survivor. Um, yeah, Jedi Survivor. Yep. Um, Hideously negative. Yeah. <laughs> huge problems on both console and PC. Usually they usually get one right and mess yeah, the other yeah, one up at yeah. least, you know. No, I guess Cyberpunk didn't really. It kind of. No, uh, that didn't do itself any well. favors either. No. Um, oh, what was the other one you just mentioned? Um, that's just been in the last couple of weeks that's come out as well. Oh, oh well, my one Midnight Suns. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's for the one we're playing at the moment as well. Yeah. God. Doesn't seem to be getting any better. I'm sure no. there's another one that I has come and gone in my head since then. But you know, Diablo Force coming out. Yes, that's ran, that ran well during the beta test. And that's Blizzard. That's Blizzard. Blizzard have actually survived their massive negative publicity spiral. At least the Diablo team has. Okay. Yeah. I read some very negative things about Overwatch recently. Okay. People are not happy with the way that whole thing is. They just walked back some of the things they were going to do. I can't okay. remember the details. I just remember that I read Overwatch and people were not happy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, World of Warcraft continues to be in a sort of late stage capitalism version of MMOs. <laughs> so They're just like extracting as much money out of people yeah. and not offering yeah. much, you know, return. kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe you can't keep a game running for 20 years and keep it no. interesting and fresh. No, enough, and you lose. Must. Every time you change it significantly, you lose the audience that played it, you know, on the previous iteration and loved it. Yeah. That's what they thing. did to us. Yeah. None of us liked it when they changed it all. That'd be interesting. But so that, so yeah, like, you know, can Blizzard keep doing it? Uh, the new Nintendo game, uh, Zelda. Did Zelda, whatever it is. As well. Uh, Twilight Kingdom. Twilight Kingdom. That sounds right. Yep. I don't play the scores. After seeing the Breath of the Wild and playing Breath of the ten Wild. Out of ten. Seeing, yeah. Mm, okay. Masterpiece of gaming. Mm. Yeah. You're, you're, you're you know what was... <laughs> <laughs> you know what was really interesting? Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, so the game is sold squillions. Yeah, of like course. Like the biggest game ever sold. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I've been seeing a lot of that sort of stuff. When you look at the percentage of attachment rate of the latest Zelda versus Ocarina of Time, 20%. Oh. So 20% of people who bought N64s bought Ocarina of Time. Yeah. 20% of people who bought a Switch who bought Twilight Kingdom. Okay. Um, so nothing's the changed. Same. Nothing's changed. Yeah. They've just sold more consoles. The market yeah. is big, but the same percentage of people are playing, that are playing it. I thought yeah. it was really interesting. I don't know if that'll that's, bear out like over time. Uh, kind of thing. Very it shows you like, you know, whatever that it's just marketing's been you know, the biggest ever. Like, yeah, the market's uh, just gotten bigger. It's not really yeah. that you yeah. you know You've necessarily got more people. Yeah. yeah. I mean you have through attrition, but the same percentage you haven't really moved the needle on that. It's yeah. just interesting. That's all that was basically the same amount of uh, um, it's very people. interesting. I guess it, I mean, you, the numbers might not be great, I guess, because it might be like its attachment rate of consoles sold at the moment that the game was released. Yeah. You can't look yeah. at all N sixty fours and then sort of yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know if that sort of shakes out in the end, but yeah, interesting. Nevertheless, very close. Uh, so we'll see. And then, like, I mean, that, I mean, what we we're talking about before the show was like Baldur's Gate three. You know, is that going to yes. be one? Of, is it going to be a Jedi Survivor? Or is it going to be or potential 
Diablo 4 of decent yeah, yeah. performance and stuff. Like, Well, I'm, the beta test has been going for ages and the people that know that oh. played the beta test said it's pretty good. Yeah. It's going to be – I think it'll be – I think it'll run well and yes. it won't be buggy if it's been yes. out for that long. I think that'll be pretty good. Yeah. I think where it's – where it seems like it may fall down is just um, standard. Just is a gameplay any good? Yeah, but the, is that content. story going to be yeah. any good? Can they pull that out? So yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Interesting. To see. To see. I'm 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 more excited for it than I should be. Yeah, already. now that it's closer. Yeah, I'm, now that it's in yeah. in actual like yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a lot like, more excited no, for it than I was. No, I think it's been no. long enough since we played Divinity Two as well. Yeah, I'm kind of like I'm looking for that. Um, a long form RPG again. I've played a lot yes. of games, but none of them have been that sort of thing, yeah. and I haven't found one. So I'm kind of I'm hankering for that. So it makes me yeah. want to yeah. like, and the character yeah. the character creation screens get me excited. So yeah, I, I love tinkering with characters. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That's going to be interesting because uh, we'll get it on special. <laughs> um, we looked at um, Redfall. Redfall, yeah. one hundred and ten dollars. Twenty. Oh, one hundred and twenty dollars. One hundred and twenty. Yeah. Jedi Survival Order is in the ninety plus range. Yeah. Diablo Four is a hundred dollars as discussed as well. Yeah. Obviously, God. They're pushing up. Yeah, they're really pushing up that inflation. Yeah, right. Oh that's, no, it, oh, it, it's the cost of living. Cost of living pressures. Yeah, well, it's got to come out here yeah, somewhere, I suppose, it does. isn't it? You know, <laughs> Coffee Tea Studios, the guys who make um, uh, Satisfactory, yes. I watch their dev streams every week. They've got the best community managers. They've got the best, the amount of um, transparency they've got with their dev processes and how they do things and why they come and the feedback is just That's second to none. It's so good. Um, but, uh, they just had to go through and update all their regional pricing because um, the new pricing is like almost over double what it used to be oh, because wow. they didn't keep it up with it and all the inflationary yeah, yeah, pressures yeah, yeah. and changes and stuff like that. Of like, they wouldn't mention what a country is, but I reckon like Argentina is probably a key one. If you haven't kept up with inflation, there, yeah, like okay. the pricing is going to be crazy. And then that's how you get all the great keys get on the market. People buy it from when it's too cheap and <laughs> from another country. That. And yeah, okay, yeah, I thought that was really interesting that they um. Like, oops, yeah. <laughs> sorry, that haven't done that in a while. We've got to watch it. Yeah, mm. oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for the new patch to drop on that, Tony. They've added um, <laughs> power poles now, so you have like you can like you can. You're not line. even supposed to be talking about satisfactory. But I want to play the new patch, and they haven't released it yet. <laughs> so you can't talk about it until you've played it. Fine. What have you been playing? I've been playing uh, No Man's Sky and Rollerdrome. Well, no, actually, I've been. I finished Hard, Hard Space Shipbreaker. Yes. Since last episode, I got my hundred percent. So Always an achievement. You get hundred percent. Yep. Very light. Very nice. Did the um. Oh, it was gross though. So gross to get it because you got to you got to side with the company in order to get that one. Oh. And so the whole time you're doing it, uh, you know, <laughs> the guy you don't like is going, "Oh, good job, Shipbreaker." Getting that. And he was like. <laughs> Not like that, Cutter. Come on now. We all stand together now. Come on. You know, it's like, oh, I feel so dirty. So dirty. And as soon as I got the, the achievement being, I'm like, okay, Cutter open. Just cut the hell out of this ship into tiny pieces and just throw it all into the furnace. Get out of here. Yeah, so that, that's done at least. Yeah. Yeah, I've sorted with that. I think I'm done with Heartspray uh, for Shipbreaker for a while now. Yep. It's such a good game, but I've definitely broken a lot of ships down. Yeah. Um, the other correction I have is for um, Alien Firestorm Elite. It is yes. not a first-person game. It is third-person. I it don't know is third what person. I was thinking. 
because there's a whole cover mechanic that you get this cover mechanic and it's completely useless because the first half, first three missions are all against aliens, which are all melee. So they all chase you down. Uh, yeah, and cover yeah. is completely Having pointless, pointless. Yeah. for the most part. You know, it's not until you get to the synths that you're like, oh, now we that's why cover. they got cover in the game. Yeah. It's still a little bit weird. Okay. Um, yeah, we do play a little bit more of that. And so I saw it, I'm like, oh, I do remember this is third person. Oh, and I used an amazing fireball weapon, like a Super Mario gun. You just sh- you fire it, she's ball fire <laughs> lands and explodes and sets everything on fire and burns and makes see teammates can't see shit oh it's excellent fantastic. that's helpful yeah, yeah it's great <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah so that uh that's it but tell me about uh marvel midnight suns tony what's with go with this patch okay so a couple of i i a couple of the things that i complained about last episode i've now understood a bit more oh yeah so one well that's one thing and the load times that I was complaining about, they've been significantly improved in the oh, last patch. Well, that's nice. so it was seven gigs or something. The patch that came down, it was bad. it was a big patch. It's not not the biggest I've seen. No, it's not the biggest. Talk but about it, like um, game sizes getting crazy, like prices going up to a hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. You must be paying a dollar per gig because the games are now like a yeah, hundred, yeah, hundred twenty yeah, the gig. They're getting big. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, anyway. So yeah, they did definitely improve the graphical uh, – sorry, the, the load times. Uh, the graphical performance has been improved in that it goes into the game earlier. So you get your – I think this is how one of the reasons they've traded off to improve the load times is it does go into the – like on the, on the old Xbox used to, it does go into the game before all the graphics are loaded. Oh. And so then it loads more graphics and stuff in the background. Yeah, will pop in. Yeah, so that's definitely improved the sequences where everybody's standing in the same room because yep. everybody's got idle animations. Yeah. So they're all doing stuff. No one's ever standing there still. They're all doing stuff all the time. And if that was happening and it was raining, it just was hopeless. It was utterly oh, hopeless. Okay. Yep. But that's been improved. So obviously the ability for your either your graphics card or whatever it is that's doing it to say this is too much i can't handle it it's, has been improved so now it drops back some of the graphics like yep. the bookshelves the books in the bookshelves in the background go a bit 2d yeah instead of being okay, 3d so they've really optimized the whole streaming asset yeah. system they've got there so that's that's improved it quite yeah. a bit i i don't recall having any significant crashes either so they've Obviously, oh. improved the stability as well. I just I got so many crashes; yeah, it well, was just I mean, crazy. It goes to show that maybe not your computer causing the problem; it's just yeah. bad software. It's actually just bad software. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that that's been good. Uh, and I complained last episode about the mods that you choose to mod a card, but you don't know what you're going to get until you've already committed to it. Yeah, I was under the misapprehension. So this shows you that the tutorial is not great. <laughs> I was under the misapprehension that each card had specific mods. That's yes. not the case. There's a whole random slew of mods that you can get applied to cards. Oh. So when you do it, you're saying basically roll against this randomized table and give me a a mod. A mod. So some of the mods mod. are fantastic, like Amazing. quick. Quick is the best one. It means if you kill the enemy, you don't, <laughs> that doesn't cost you a card play. So Ooh. I've been very lucky and got quick on a very powerful card. Yeah. So oh, I oh, obviously yes. rolled like a hundred on a hundred on a D percentile to get the mod. So now I can use that really powerful card and kill a powerful enemy yep. and get my card play back, which is very good because it's oh, often it, it is. Most of the quick cards don't do anywhere near enough damage to kill anything, so you can only kill the minions, the guys that have got one hit point. Nah. So that's 
uh, all that does is thin out the number so you don't take it. I mean, the minions are still important to kill because they still do full damage. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. only have one hit point, but they do still do full damage. Yep. But with this ability, I can actually kill one of the more, one of the middle-sized enemies yeah. and get my card play back. So that was good. So that's obviously what it is. It's a roulette kind of thing. So you're committing your resources to see what good mod you can get. Okay. So I'm not sure how good that is in practice because you're probably better off just playing the game and getting them. You do Cards with mods do drop from some of the activities. You're probably better off just going that way rather than doing this massive roulette table and Depends wasting all your resources. What, what else do you use your resources on? That yeah. might be more beneficial, kind of yeah. one of those things as well. It is kind of an RNG game. Well, and the resources nature, are so weird it's because so it's quite expensive to do anything. So it's like 350 credits to build a new facility. And yet when you get credit rewards, you get 35 yeah, right. Or okay. 60 for an epic credit reward. So, yeah, right. so it is quite, it's actually quite an investment to do anything with any of the resources mm. except for gloss. I've got thousands of gloss because I'm not buying cosmetic items anymore. Oh, right. Well, so, yeah. gloss is just a cosmetic item yeah. currency and you right, do get right, right. lots and lots of gloss. Oh. But there are lots and lots of stuff to spend it on. So, if you like playing dress ups, yep. it, that would probably be good. Mm. Uh, but the thing that hasn't improved, which is no surprise at all, is the story. Is still now that I'm getting towards, so I'm now in chapter three, which is the end game. Okay. And I was okay with, except for that horrible one that I mentioned before, I was kind of okay with the story, but there's been more examples of this has to happen in the story for the story to go forward. So we're going to force it to happen. Yeah. That there's been more of that as the game has progressed, which right. has been a bit silly. Yeah. And then there's been some, I'm going to refer back to something that. You may have done six weeks ago that you can't remember. There's been more of that. Mm. So it, it, the storytelling is not as tight as I think it should be, particularly yeah. for a company that's done storytelling games before and it's not. this is not their first outing and it's supposedly a AAA title. So if it was a brand new company, it would probably be for you. It would be a great attempt for a first-time yeah. company. Yeah. Or if yeah. it wasn't a AAA title, if it was kind of a you know third-tier title. Yeah. But yeah, it's not it's not as polished as I would expect it to yeah. be. Yeah. So it's good. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. The card play is definitely entertaining and the combat is definitely entertaining. That's the, I guess that's probably it's the, the Sims point. side of it that I guess lets it down. Mm. Oh, and there's this mechanic where you can get your pet hellhound to follow you around the grounds and she'll bark at stuff that you haven't found, which is really, really useful oh, because yeah. okay. It is so much – it's very hard to ne- – once you've unlocked the whole abbey, yeah, it's very hard to actually never get your way around because there'll be a, there'll be a three-way junction uh, and you go down the left junction. Now you've got to remember when you get back to that junction next time that you went left last time. Yeah. Now I've got to try going straight this time. So it's very easy to not do every, everything. Thinking. And the hellhound will tell you there's something over there that you haven't seen. Uh, and lots of but Easter eggs, I presume. And not always- lots of Easter eggs, but okay. no, I mean there's lots of collectibles. But Oh, okay. Yeah. But – it's very hard to get the dog to follow you because you do a lot of fast travel and she doesn't fast travel with you. She'll run from where she was at the fast travel point to try and find you where you now are. So it's actually not very useful having her following you around. She should fast travel with you. So hopefully they'll put that in in a future patch. So it is kind of okay to run around a bit, yep. but the grounds are huge. So you end up, well, not like Skyrim huge, but 
collecting reagents, picking up plants and going and finding cards that are spread out and finding dead people's bones and that. Yeah. It's huge. There's lots of nooks and crannies Amazing. and things to poke about in. And yeah. because it's not very easy, like you can't walk down a hill. If they don't want you to walk down that hill, you can't walk down it. There's all these invisible walls. <sighs> Which yeah, just makes right. it a bit frustrating to, to actually navigate around. Yeah, the whole I like the idea of this sort of Sims thing, but it feels a little bit half baked. Uh, I think it's that they that they didn't really lean into it. That's right. It's, I think it's fully baked. Yeah, but they didn't really lean into it. So, it, like, it it is possible to get everybody to be your best friend. Yeah, I think it would have been better if okay, these three characters will only like you if you're bad. These three characters will only like you if you're good. These characters will like you if you fight well. These characters will like you if you collect everything. They yeah. should have done more of that, so it was not possible to get everybody to like you. Yeah. But they kind of then linked the each character's ultimate ability behind them being your best buddy. That's what I thought. They did have to make a linkage there yeah. at least, so there's something there. Yeah. So you kind of so they do. kind of do have to make everybody like you, which Cute. dilutes the whole. It really dilutes the whole having these interactions with them and having it because you just, as I said yeah. last episode, you just swap your personality based on who you're talking to. Yeah. Which feels really false to me. Yeah. It's you're not bit, really role playing this no. character anymore. You're just, yeah, you're just you, cheesing the game. You're a card system. master trying to get the best cards, yeah. aren't you? Exactly. Yeah, it's a bit odd. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, I think I would like it if they've implemented it differently from the way they have. Yep. 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 But it's still good. I still recommend it. It's not XCOM with Marvel characters. That's a very bad analogy. Yeah. Analogy. Yeah. The combat plays nothing like XCOM. XCOM. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's interesting. And you can have really bad luck and you have the right cards to win a mission, but you just don't draw them. Yeah. I've had that several times and now I'm playing these much harder fights. Yeah. So I'm playing on ultimate one difficulty, which is the third from highest difficulty. Yeah. So the difficulty doesn't really ramp up. So you don't. So they get – so the enemies now have 200% of the hit points that they're supposed to have and they're doing 150% of the damage that they're supposed to have. But you're still doing roughly the same amount of damage. All of the damage is linked to your offense score. Yeah. And your offense score only increases as you go up level. So by playing on the high difficulty levels, it's supposed to level you up faster. Right. But – there are enemies that you need to kill really quickly or they yeah. overwhelm you and you yeah. just, at these higher difficulty levels, you just can't do the damage output. If you don't draw the right cards, you cannot do the damage output <sighs> and then you just get overwhelmed. And I've had, yeah. Since I've been playing it on this difficulty level, I've actually had to restart the fight several times because you just, you just can't do what you need to do. Because if you draw the wrong cards, well, if you draw the wrong cards. That's why you've got to beat the fight because the, beating the fight is part of the narrative. Yes. It's, not, it's not like other other card, kind of card games where you sort of just like fail and move on. or Yeah, no, you have to like win each you fight. You lose yeah. money or something. You can yeah. go back to the main menu yep. or you can redo the fight again. They're your two choices when oh, you lose. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A really- It's effectively game over. I really feel those two, the two game modes are kind of, they're not fully meshed together. Yeah. Like they had an idea about how it's going to work and they've kind of put them together, but it doesn't feel yeah. like the two things- really go together. I feel like maybe it would have been different if you were like exploring a world and had a team and you've went all your fights were kind of like, you know, card battles rather than sort of abstractly having an abbey that you sort of explore. Like, no, you were out in the world. Well, all the way the story is told is very relevant to the abbey. So yeah, 
you walk in on the other characters having conversations about and you're supposed you're to doing. hear the conversation. So yeah. that's, that's kind of implemented badly as well because- it's never a good thing doing that because you always miss conversations. Yeah, and I think they've improved that. So now you can't interrupt them if they're having an oh, important well, conversation. I think the latest patch did that because right. I've noticed now that I can't talk yeah. to them if they're having a plot-specific conversation anymore. Yeah. So that that feels really good and plays really well. It does make yeah. it feel like they're actually living in the Abbey with yep. you and they're alive and they're doing stuff and they've got opinions and they've got attitudes and yeah, it, it is that bit of it is done well, but it's it's actually quite a chunk of the game as well. There's quite a lot of dialogue gets given to you that way, right? Right. So mm. it's it's definitely interesting. It's not quite like anything else I've played. Mm. Well, but it might always keep me wanting know. to come back. Yeah. And I'd like to play it again to play an evil hunter instead of a good hunter all right, and try out all the evil cards. Okay. Yep. yep. There's still, there's not that many cards. Like, yeah. They could do with a few extra cards. Maybe that's to help get the RNG down so that you have more chance yeah. of winning. Yeah, as well, that maybe. probably is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's getting come back. I mean, you can't really. Well, what do you want out of it at the end of the day? Yes, exactly. It's getting me to come back and they're improving it with the patches. Yep. The low, slow low times are really bothering me, but now they're. Now they're significantly better. faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's faster to get into the game itself yep. in the first place uh, and it's faster to get in and out of missions. It does make a difference. Yeah. It does make a difference. It does. Because again, I've been playing mostly No Man's Sky has a lot of load screens. Okay. You know, like obviously getting into the game is the longest one. Yep. And then teleporters everywhere. You're teleporting all the time or you're warping. It's a load screen, you know, kind of thing. So it is pretty quick on that. But I can imagine if it starts bogging down, you know, there's a sort of a, you know, where you sort of get distracted. Yes. You know, and then, then if it's you too long, too long, disengage with the game. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's not bad. Sorry, any, let me digress. Any? No, no, that's all right. That's probably my yeah. last thoughts on oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I finish it and so then you, complain about the end story. Yeah, cool. Can you see if it actually pulls off the, the ending of the narrative? The story is... I mean, it's kind of predictable. It's kind of going where I was expecting it to go, but they, they tell it well. Yeah. Because they've obviously got in-game narrators because they've yep. got all the other characters talking about what's going on. Right. So it's got the in-game narrators, and so it kind of can telegraph stuff and can misdirect you yeah. depending on which character you're listening to. Okay. So that's done That's done cleverly. Cool. Oh, cool. Well, we can see how it finishes for sure. For yes. sure. Hopefully better than um, No Man's Sky. Okay. Yeah, I did the I did like a lot of the questing. So like um, you know, there's a lot of like um when you have a base, there's all these guys you have in your base, scientists and things, and they sort of give you quests and you sort of learn a little bit more about the creatures kind of thing. Very, very shallow. The narrative is very shallow. Okay. The, you know, there's no you can pick different I mean I mentioned before, you can often pick options, but often that option you pick is just it. There's no like right. yeah. going back and doing it again. Yeah. It's a one and done. And there's not like there's much of a tree on that. It might just give them a slightly different response okay, kind of thing. Um, but I probably should put this in the end because I mean, maybe do a bit of a quick bit of spoiler warning if you do care okay. about the story for No Man's Sky. It, so I finished playing Astroneer, right? Yep. And so in that, you spend a lot of time. There's not, not very, very little story. story yeah. A lot of environmental storytelling a lot of like wonder is you kind of like yeah, explore yeah. these worlds and then you know then you get a little bit of narrative with the trains and you find out oh you know there are real people real stories kind of thing in this in this world and and references and things like that and then eventually you find out that oh you're stuck in a simulation yeah 
keep you alive while you um while your ship was under attack. Yeah. Very very um Star Trek, very Stargate SG one. Yeah. I feel like I've seen yeah, this yeah, sort yeah. of thing, you know, yeah. the world's collapsed. We'll put you in VR to keep you alive, yeah. kind of thing. It works well because the the nature of their society already had a lot of like digital consciousness and printing yeah. out bodies and things like that was all a natural sort of part of living in their okay. their society. Yeah. Um, and then you come to No Man's Sky, and again, it's it's very light on the narrative, but there is a lot of talking. There is a lot of like talking to different NPCs, going back, reporting back. Like a traditional RPG, like okay, yeah. go back to Polo and tell him about what you've discovered. Call Artemis. You've got to go to the Hollow Calls yeah. so many times to go all Null and Apollo and Artemis and, yeah. you know, do all this thing. Um, it asks a lot of interesting kind of questions about things. There's some interesting like story beats, like the Gek were very warlike. They enslaved the Korvaks who are the- um, the artificial machine intelligences, yep. um, they live their lives and go off to the great beyond, but they give their bodies to the next generation. So the Korvax casing shells are interchangeable vehicles that they ride, they, their digital entity rides along. The Gek enslave the Korvax, and um, in order to get out of that slavery, the Korvax, uh, you know, uh, their blood is nanites. They feed okay. the nanites into the Gek spawning pools change their brains so that they're no longer warlike uh, but they have a, have a deep uh, love of trade instead so they change more uh, to trade kind of thing yeah. but that's kind of told in like one conversation with one gek um with not we kind of got to drag it out of them and it's not a lot of context oh, okay. and then if you miss it it's gone there's no yeah, sort of like not getting it back not getting it back or anything yeah. it's very odd um anyway so you find out that there's atlas who seems to like the, the you know the Gek worship it, the Corvax worship it. Some people are skeptical of it, kind of thing. And it seems to be running the Sentinels, which are the ever-present alien machines that sort of attack you if you decide to mine or anything uh, like yeah. that. At different yeah. levels, depending on the, depending on the planet. Yep. Um, you know, and you find out that oh, it turns out that Atlas is the machine that's controlling all of reality because we everything is a simulation, like everything. It's not. Oh, there is a real world to which yeah, you are yeah. now in here because of external yeah, events. This is happening in the real world. You know, this is no, no. You, you actually are. You're in a simulation, and, and you are a simulation. You're not a yeah, real person in a simulation. Yeah, you are the simulation. Yeah, kind of thing. Okay. You know, like, and that there is multiple. It's like 256 different galaxies. Okay, that's like all the. Yeah, you know different um, instances, I guess, of the um, of the galaxy that Atlas is running. Yeah, and Atlas has got a problem. And um, has been trying to resolve that problem for some time okay. kind of thing. And you've got to sort of resolve that, which I haven't done yet because I thought it might have multiplayer implications, which they may have changed. But when I found out Astro New One, I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. You've now explained all this mystery that has been built up yeah, yeah, over yeah. time. With No Man's Sky, it was like, oh, you know, oh, it's, it didn't feel So everything burnt. I've been doing is pointless. Yeah, kind of. You know, like everything that I've been exploring, and they put a big thing on. Like, so many people want to just explore and see yeah. the world, and you got to take like some of the NPCs may want to like they, they're stuck on the space anomaly and they can't leave anymore for whatever reason. I think because it's like special in some ways, and so they ask you to bring back knowledge from the outside so they can keep experiencing new things. Yeah, and 
just just as well like the the build up and the attachment because you don't get good conversations it's hard to build attachment to yeah. any of the societies and the things when you you're a geck and when you talk to geck they don't treat you like a geck oh okay there's no like recollection that i am yeah, the same species yeah why don't i know the language of my own people uh, yeah. kind of thing like yeah. there's all the disconnects that kind of stop you from engaging with it you know like yeah and i just went oh that is so boring yeah you know like atlas being this controlling entity that was controlling the sentinels like there's some stories again like just some environmental log storytelling kind of stuff where um the sentinels just come one day on mass and just wipe out a whole world yeah for seemingly no reason kind yeah. of thing and there's stories of people trying to escape and trying to get away and they've just turned on you kind of thing um pretty horrific this sort of lurking menace of machine intelligence sitting out there kind of like ready to go which was interesting but like yeah just to like i don't know i just didn't gel for me i'm like i was a very like oh that's okay it's fine yeah it's fine okay okay uh yeah so i found like there's a lot of little nuggets a lot of interesting things a lot of interesting you know um kind of interesting cultures the 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 other ones um the varlicks far I can't remember actually how you – it's got a weird apostrophe in the middle of it. I don't oh, know how yeah. you pronounce it actually because um, no one – there's no voice acting, so yeah, you don't hear yeah. the pronunciation of anything. Yeah. Um, they like – they're like they, they they rage war on everyone because they're the only ones allowed to use weapons. And so oh. they will fight everyone and like they keep the weapons and then they're very like anti-violence. They would not yeah. fight, but they do it to protect you kind of thing, oh, which okay. is an interesting kind of bent, but you don't get to like – because it – like, I don't know. There's no cities. You can't go to the Gek homeworld and see it. You can't go there. Yeah. You can't understand the culture. You kind of, it's hard to like feel emotionally. You just got to accept it. Yeah. It's a lot of like just told, not yeah. shown, maybe yeah. is part of the problem. Yeah. So that was a bit disappointing on the story front kind of thing. The rest of the game, though, has been enjoyable for sure. It's fun to upgrade your stuff. I felt like my stuff is getting more powerful, taking out yeah. creatures faster and easier and stuff. Um, Oh, but man, that game is definitely a mile wide and an inch deep. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, like, so I, I got a settlement. Um, so you can now have a settlement. You help the settlement to succeed. You do that by going to a console yeah. and you decide A or B. Which one do you want? And it's just randomly. It might be build a new building. It might be someone wants to give you a gift. Someone wants to go for an expedition. Um, someone wants to come live at the settlement, you know, and it's like, this person wants to come. They'll give you AI expertise and you'll take on more debt because of that because you've got to pay them. Yeah. And the alternative is question mark, which is probably nothing, I guess. Yeah. So you take to the person, do you want to build a, a space dock or a cantina? You know, and there's a percentage of how many people like each one. And then when you build it, you've got to come back every hour to dump more resources into it. Yeah. And that's... It. You don't get to place the buildings. You don't get to make the style design choices. They get laid out really weird and randomly. <laughs> you know, there's not, it's like, it's there. You can have a settlement yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can make better and up rank it up and get yeah, everyone happy and make things and they'll produce resources for you. But that's it. it it's a feature that's there and it's exactly two inches deep. Yeah. And that's what you get. And that's so much of the, of the, um, every of element the, of, the of the game. game. You know, it's so many resources. But really, you only use a few. Yeah. You know, and it's all very shallow. It's such an odd game. It is enjoyable. 
So like Marvel made me like Marvel Midnight Suns. It kept me coming back to keep yeah. doing it. But I feel at the moment the point now where I'm like, I don't really know what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sort of, yeah. That's a bad state to be in with any game. Yeah. You need to have a goal with a game. Yeah, or you better find somewhere to make your own goal Yeah, kind of thing, you know, like, yeah. I mean, there's like weekly tasks and daily and things you can go and do. Um, we did a, um, a creepy uh, abandoned freighter um, the other day that was interesting, except there was no, because RNG, no fighting into the whole thing. So it was all a lot of oh. looting and running through these convoluted layouts. Yeah. It wasn't exactly the most engaging. Could made a lot of units out of it, kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but that system didn't give us good, even good mods or anything. You know, only C class stuff. So it wasn't yeah, like yeah. the whole thing was a bit like, oh, yeah, okay. So you got like, time. a bit of RNG, got to go to a different system, do it again, see if you can, yeah. you know. And it's very strange. Very strange. I don't know how much more to say on this one, Tony. Okay. That's it on that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I played something else. Yeah. Which name eludes me? Shard or Steampunk? Shard Punk? Shard Punk. Shard Punk. Yes. So it's I only played the demo mm. because the demo was free. So Yeah. It it's a you know, if you could guess what type of game I would play, you would be hundred percent right. It is a turn based <laughs> strategy game. Yep. Um, so it it's a little bit like Darkest Dungeon. Oh, number two's out for that too. Yeah, I saw that. But mm. it's a little bit like Darkest Dungeon, but it's got rid of the element that I didn't like about Darkest Dungeon. Um, Darkest Dungeon was a bit too random and it was you had, really had to have powerful heroes and then they could just die. Yeah. And then replacing them was almost impossible. Mm. But this, Nasty. you've got a whole stable of... So basically the rats have taken over. It's Vermintide. Ah. It's a really interesting sprite graphic. Okay. Yeah. Thing which I quite like. It's like chunky, big sprite graphics. Yeah. Cool. Cool. And you were in the capital when the and the rats attacked and the rats won. Oh. And you've got to get your AI bot. The rats won. Don't tell me why you've got an AI bot, but you've got to get your AI <laughs> bot back to the capital. Especially for shard punk, it sounds like it should be like um uh, like some sort of steampunk, but maybe magical steampunk kind of aesthetic. Yeah, it's it's so it's kind of low sci-fi. It's everything's ruined. You've got you unlock stuff to make it better. So it's kind of got a roguelike element to it, but you don't die and start again. Okay. So you got a you got a mission that you go through and you gotta survive the mission. It's all you know, you got a certain amount of move points, you got a certain amount of action points. Each each hero is very different. Each hero the heroes all have different weapons and okay. the different weapons play very differently. Yeah. You can upgrade the heroes. You can upgrade their weapons. Oh, yeah. You've got the AI bot that you've got to protect. You can get resources. You've got this hidden um, bonuses. So, like, if you do three melee attacks in a row with one character, it unlocks the bloodlust. And then all the melee attacks for the rest of that round will do plus two damage. Ooh. So, there's stuff like that that's hidden. And once you've unlocked it once, it tells you how to get, how to get it. Okay. But you don't know. So, obviously, you can go online and find what they all are, which yeah. would be boring. Yeah. It was a lot of fun just uncovering the thing. So, if you loot three different crates, your looting percentage goes up of cool. getting good loot. Okay. So, then that forces you, well, I could kill these rats, but it's only to the end of the turn they get the loot bonus. So, I'm going to run over there and loot that chest and yep. okay yeah, so I got good stuff out of the chest but now I'm on completely the wrong side of the rats I'm out of cover uh, it was a mistake yeah. it was a mistake by the way yeah, yeah, I should yeah. have stayed undercover ah uh, damn so it's it's got the rats. cover mechanic it's very important so the cover really does 
Okay. It not only makes you harder yeah. to hit, it reduces the damage that you take. Mm-hmm. So that's quite good. But anyway, so you play through, and I thought you got all these resources and you just got to survive to the end of the mission, and then your resources will get reset. Mm. No. Remember, it's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. So you've got to find bandages to heal your wounds. You've got to find oh. uh, sh- scrap to build and make ammunition to shoot with. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so you've got to find all these resources to do stuff on the nighttime sequence, oh. which is like Darkest Dungeon where you had the rest and you, all your characters could do certain things. This is the same. You rest in the bunker and each character gets a certain number of action points they can spend to do stuff. Okay. Okay. And you can buff your, buff your characters for the next run yep. you can heal your damage so I ended up finishing the first mission all three of my characters on less than four hit points so then I had to do the whole next mission on only four hit points but fortunately the demo was only the one mission and then the one rest sequence and oh. I didn't said if you want to continue purchase the full the game, game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah it was intriguing okay. considering the graphics were really very very low like they weren't bad because it was intentionally designed to be that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. It, it, it's very engaging. It had a lot of a lot of stuff that some of the more fancier games don't have. And it was really good. At the end of the demo, it flashed up a, a connection to a, please provide your feedback. I'm interested in what you think about my game. Uh, Ask specific questions like, how did you think about the user interface? Yeah. How how well did you understand what each ability did? And okay. I was really impressed by that, that, that the programmer really wanted to know stuff that was relevant to making the game better. So, That's cool. Yes. That's cool. I mean, it's funny that they've got a demo in the first place. I kind of realized it's a little bit anachronistic. Yeah, you know, they don't do demos thing. very there, much anymore. There are some on Steam I've, I've yeah. seen, but yeah. Asking for feedback, though, that's yeah. brave. That's so really good. It's on my wish list, and when it's under $5, it'll definitely go into my library. Thing. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it looked good. Mm. It was fun. It was fun to play. Yeah. It's looking for. To our fun to play, Rollerdrome. Rollerdrome. Yes. yes. That has been... Super fun. That's my uh, fight to the death, Tony Hawk. Your downtime. Inspired. Your downtime go-to. <laughs> yeah. Twitch fix. Yeah, Twitch fix. Someone that I can play a lot of. I feel like after a couple of rounds or if I beat something, I'm like, ah, I'm, That's enough. We'll I'm put it done with now. this kind of thing. Yeah. But I have been like consistently playing it like every day, getting better and better and knocking out the challenges and stuff. So oh, I've gotten good. through two, two rounds so far. I need to unlock another seven challenges before it'll unlock the next tier okay, yep. for me. But I'm impressed by how well put together the game is. Because I do, I've realized playing the Astroneer No Man's Sky comparison has really focused in for me on how much I appreciate a well-built game. Yes. Because, okay. you know, Astroneer is put together. Even though they've added content in, it feels contiguous. It feels like one game. No Man's Sky feels like a bunch of games slapped together yeah, yeah. and everything's okay. kind of bolted and not quite- Not quite matching up properly. You know, you see the seams. Not considered. There's like things where like Roller Drum again feels very put together and very considerate of the player. So there's a couple of, of rounds that have a narrative element to yeah. them um, and it gives you the option, do you want to explore the narrative or just do the round? Yep. Which is something so small, but it means I'd want to redo this level. I haven't got to go through yeah, all the narrative all over again. again. Yeah. The last match on the second round had a boss fight, right? It yep. took me a few goes to even get through the first fight. And then it's like, exit the arena. Uh, and I'm like, now there's a boss fight. What is going on? Why isn't uh, it over? And I go down, all of a sudden, this giant spider tank lands yep. with this huge machine gun and rockets and. 
you get too close and it stomps you. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? And I finally worked out that you got to like skate up its legs, you know, uh, onto the back and then shoot okay. it. And it goes through a, like a, you go shoot it like three times and yeah. it spawns enemies, does a whole thing and whatnot. But I definitely got crushed the first time. And I'm like, okay, so I've just spent ages just getting through the first part of yeah, it. Yeah, now I'm going to have to do again. all this. I know when you go restart, you can just start at the boss uh, yeah. or you can start at the beginning. Like, uh, yeah. And you know That's what? Good. It counts. It doesn't care that you started from the boss. It yeah. just counts it as the win and just like yeah. lets you get on with life. Yeah, that's you know? good. I'm like, ah, oh, so well put together. Like they've really thought about like what the challenge, like, you know, yeah, yeah. how people are going to feel playing this sort of game where it's very tight and stuff and, and it's difficult. It's like those programmers that put the save point or the checkpoint right before a great big cutscene, right before oh. a really dif- difficult boss fight. Yeah, you're like, no, you guys play No, put the checkpoint own- just to the end of the cutscene, oh, right before the fighting starts. Yeah. yeah don't you, you play know, test this stuff? There is a challenge to beat the whole thing front and back right, in one, in one go. Yep, yep, of course. I'm like, that is exactly where That's that what it belongs. Be. Yeah. Otherwise, if I'm just enjoying it, because obviously you don't need to complete all the challenges, what I've done is really focus in on trying to get as many challenges from the early levels okay. so that- when I do the next lot, I don't have to do, to do the hardest. So many of the hard ones. You know, this is kind of yeah. what I'm thinking. I don't know how that well it's going to play out and stuff. And um, certainly some of the score stuff, I'm not really hitting that yeah. top score yet. Uh, the game is still, I find, very difficult okay. to like, keep every. It, it's just like juggling, you know. It's yeah. like um, it's avoiding damage, lining up your next target. Yep. Knowing you have enough bullets, yep. I've realized that having the right gun for the right enemy is super important. Okay. And then maintaining your tricks, like, because you get points for tricks and yep. like doing different types of tricks. I'm not just doing what I do as a lot of. Trick over and over I do again. like, it comes back like four to seven unique tricks out of like 40. And I'm yep. like, oh, I'm getting way too bogged down. Or just doing the set, like, you know, because there's grinding, there's wall running, there's obviously a half pipe tricks and stuff. And like, when you go for little jumps, you can do a little flip. So, what I found is like, you know, shotguns are good for the small guys and for snipers. If you're doing the big rocket guys, if you use the dual pistols, which is yeah. your first gun, you can kill them in one go. Oh, okay. You hit them with a shotgun, you hit them once, and then their shield comes up and you got to wait for that to expire, yeah. which means you kind of got to go away and then come back again. But yeah. if you do the pistols and you have and you have like at least 10 bullets in there, yeah. you can just take them out in one go, which is been a great much like, more convenient and then i worked out if you do i still haven't quite worked out the right thing but they're the right shield guys you can hit them with the i got like a uh rail gun yeah you charge it up it's got like a, a one and then a two yeah which is two two bullets out of a three bullet chamber yeah uh a magazine sorry uh so you do a double as you with one which is not enough to kill him so yeah. you need to do something so you yeah. either either got a um do a trick and get one reload back yeah. or and then shoot him with another double bullet or maybe you can do if you don't get a full one out you can switch to your shotgun and then do a couple of shots with the shotgun instead because they you know they all translated different sizes yeah. um you know and so like yeah it's like all these things tricks positioning uh-huh. guns do i have ammo <laughs> but i keep dodging because like the the snipers are always like lining yeah. in and what i've realized i was killing the snipers too fast this is last night's realization when you dodge a sniper bullet, you get one reload in your okay. gun, whatever it is, um, which is fantastic. So you really want to keep the snipers around for as long as you can so you because you keep, keep dodging them, free. you get free reloads yeah. without needing to do any sort of extra tricks. So I was like, oh, that's yeah. 
That's you know, it's good. good to know. Yeah, and then, then there's a new enemy that's like, um, it shoots this bloody laser at you, um, and then it like leaves a trail of foam like yeah, all over the map yeah, yeah. that kind of like messes you up, it like hangs around for a while, yeah. and then when you shoot it, you only get one shot. And then it teleports away somewhere else. So it takes me to use a, <laughs> it's three shotgun shots before you kill it, kind yeah. of thing. So I need to I need to try the the new gun out on him and just see. Uh, but the new gun as well is is a free aim, where the shotgun uh, and the pistols okay. are lock on. Yeah. The grenade launch is free aim, and the and the railgun rail gun is also free aim as well, kind of thing. So there's a big trade off with like. Yeah, it'd be much harder free aim when you're moving around all over the place. Yeah, you're kind of going perpendicular. You've got to like track it along and, you know, take them out. Um, yeah, yeah. It's um, it's very, I find it very challenging. Maybe I don't like it played too much. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, my brain. It's hard work. Too. But you yeah. need to keep it up because you need to like improve your yes. skills and make it feel less, you yes. know, kind of thing. Less I hard think work. There's a whole thing with doing tricks and where the camera works as well because sometimes, sometimes my spins sort of stop halfway through and I think it's because I'm not, spinning the right way for the camera so i kind of go up and then just uh, fall back yeah. down and it keeps spinning and i miss half my reload and i'm like ah oh, man yeah, yeah. kind of thing god it's it's so slick though it's so slick to play never never do i feel like uh the game is playing me if yeah. i make a mistake you know it's your fault yeah. very much like i feel yeah, like that's yeah, good you know i made a yeah. I, I didn't kill them fast enough you know i let them get on top of me or i got myself out of position or i missed you know, um, a jump and I misjumped, you know, kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's very nice. It's still so stylish. I do like the styles to keeping, keeping me. Uh, if I play it, I'm like, yeah, all right, let's yeah. go. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. Um, I do appreciate too the um, addition of the boss round is just something to. Something new thrown in there. To throw in yeah. They're not expecting kind of thing. It was like, oh, my God, what is this? It's very <laughs> nice. Very impressed. Very impressed with that game. Uh, but that's all we've got. For this yeah. week, we do have a couple of new games on our horizon. We need to find something else for us to play. I mean, we talked about Baldur's Gate 3. Yep. Um, but there's a new game. There's another game we just saw called Pulsar, yep. which is where you – it's a five-player co-op where you all, like, do a Star Trek thing. Engineer, scientist, pilot, gunner. Captain. Captain. That was yeah. the last one. You know, which could be interesting to yeah. see how, like, that might play out because I've always been really interested in Star Trek Bridge Captain, but being mm. that's a VR-only game and then getting five people with VR seems... Yeah, it's a bit challenging. Yeah, yeah, so that could be interesting to try out. Yes. We need to get back to Element TD as well. Yes, we do, yep. But I'm sure we'll definitely find something to talk about between here and next time. We will. we will. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.